All right. Well, hello and welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing business in small towns across the Midwest. I'm your host, Allison Hassler with Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. And I'm Russell Williams. I'm director at Ethos Small Business Incubator, co-working spaces here in Marion, Illinois. You are at the Citadel building in downtown Marion here on Tower Square Plaza. Thank you so much for joining us. And we also want to thank our sponsors for making the podcast possible. And that includes Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Black Diamond Harley Davidson and RV, Arcadia Wealth Group, Swinford Media, and also our producer at Union Street Arts. And you can join the small town big business community wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podbean, TuneIn, Apple, and YouTube. And we're also on Facebook. Subscribing is free. And of course, you will be able to get notifications of when we release new episodes every two weeks. If you'd like to know more about the Small Town Big Business Podcast, or you may even want to be a guest on our show, or you'd like to find out more about Ethos, the small business incubator and co-working spaces, you can contact me, Russell Williams, and that's at russell at watermarkethos.org, or find me on Facebook, Ethos at the Citadel on Tower Square Plaza. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome today. We interview successful businesses and founders and owners to find out what makes them thrive in small towns. Today with us is Max Valerius of Midwest Mafia. Thank you and welcome. Thank you guys. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to be on the podcast. I think you are um, definitely pushing some records for us today. You are our youngest so. <laughs> entrepreneur that has been here. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think I am probably one of the youngest on here for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about yourself. Yeah. So uh, my name is Max Valerius. Um, I Rhymes go- with... Hilarious, yeah. Uh, that's a great last name. <laughs> it is, is yeah, thank you. Name. Mine doesn't rhyme, rhyme with anything, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm a 17-year-old entrepreneur from El Verado, uh, Elkville. It's just kind of uh, north of Carbondale. So um, uh, it's a small town, obviously, but um, I am a three-sport athlete. And then uh, I got into the Jackson CEO program, where uh, the program teaches you how to run a business, how to start a business, and eventually you start your own business. And mine, obviously, was Midwest Mafia. Um, so we make outdoor apparel for um, younger or younger uh, hunters and outdoorsmen, um, people who like to fish, hunt, whatever it may be. Um, we feel like there's misrepresentation by all the other hunting companies out there. So we kind of try and hit that target audience and represent them that is so great so yeah, how did you, you get into this what what made you decide to do this well um i always wore hats i mean that was a big thing uh, i love wearing hats um and i mean obviously everybody wears a shirt but i love wearing <laughs> uh, cool shirts with cool designs and um it was just kind of something i thought of uh, over last summer i was just it was kind of in my head i was like it, it could be like a real cool business if I could start hats like I could obviously find myself with more hats that I'd love to wear and then uh, I feel like other people would enjoy wearing them too so uh, I kind of got into it kind of got into designing because I knew that was the biggest part of it was getting that crisp design that everyone would actually look at and be like wow that's that's kind of cool like I'll look into that like whenever someone's wearing that out and about so that was kind of the one thing I had to hit on and uh I just kind of got into it through that. And then the CEO program definitely boosted me and gave me the resources and the opportunity to uh, start my business. Although, I mean, I could have done it on my own. I mean, it's just that extra step. But 
they definitely pushed me towards it, you know. So tell us about the CEO program, because our listeners may not be familiar with that. Yeah, so the CEO program, um, there's 56 programs throughout the Midwest. Um, Basically, they teach young entrepreneurs, um, people who are really aspiring to um, start a business one day, or maybe even not. Um, They kind of teach them the different skills and the ropes of business and kind of um, what they need to be, what they need to uh, develop to start, even if you're not going to have a business, you know, it teaches you those life skills, those um, speaking skills where you get outside of your comfort zone. Um, their whole claim to fame is they graduate uh, CEO students 10 years ahead of their peers. And um, it really it really does. I mean, I came into CEO with um, very bad uh, public speaking skills, and uh, I, I really didn't know anything about business. And I came out with, um, you know, a lot of different uh, tools that definitely are going to help me down the road. For sure. Well, you're an excellent speaker. Thank you. Yeah. I just came you seem from very comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You just did a seminar and workshop about delivering elevators pitch yeah, to yeah. us and you did an excellent job speaking. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that was a big part of the CEO program was that elevator pitch and getting down exactly what you want to say about your business. And it's definitely helped me so far. Talk more about that because I think you just won a competition. Yes, I did. Um, so my elevator pitch, it's a 30 second pitch. It's supposed to be what an elevator pitch is. Um, a pitch on an elevator ride, you know, where you can talk about your business, get someone interested in that short period of time where you'd be on an elevator. So um, our elevator pitches had to be 30 seconds and we got that 30 seconds down and uh my pitch you know it it took a while to uh you know it's it's hard to like get something you're so passionate down into 30 seconds and i mean it's tough and it had to be 30 seconds on the dot it was um a pitch competition through the midland institute for entrepreneurship which runs all the ceo programs around the midwest um so it was 268 other contestants i really i didn't think anything of it um i put my pitch in um not too confidently. Um, I, I really thought, I knew it was good, but I, I didn't think it was um, to the level it beat 260. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't wow. think it was to that level, but um, it it came out. Um, I was announced as in the final 18, which would be judged on a Thursday. So we joined the live and, um, you know, they went through the 18 other pitches and I was like, oh, some of these are good. Some of these are, you know, so-so. And I was like, I might have a real chance here. And then uh, they got down to announcing the third place. It wasn't me. The second place, it wasn't me. And then the first place, I mean, I was just filled with joy. Nick gave me a call, my uh, facilitator, Nick. And um, I mean, it was it was huge. It was a huge moment for sure. Now, okay. Allison's not heard your 30 seconds. I was going to say, I'm waiting with bated breath here. It's good. <laughs> you are going to share this with me and the rest of the listeners, right? For sure, yeah. Um, okay. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, at Midwest Mafia, we are not your grandfather's favorite hunting brand. The problem is many young hunters feel misrepresented by the various other hunting brands, and that's why we were born. We solve this problem through our appealing designs on comfortable apparel that actually fits you. What makes us unique is our versatile designs not only look good in the field, but also for a night out on the town as well. Visit our website within the next 24 hours to get 25% off your first order at MidwestMafiaCo.com. Buck the tradition, join the Mafia. Midwest Mafia. I officially know what I'm getting my teenage nephew for <laughs> for Christmas. I am going there today, and I'm going to order some some gear for him because he's a hunter. He's a teenager. He reminds me a lot of you, and 
that is awesome. Yeah, awesome. thank you. Yeah, for Knocked sure. Knocked my socks off. Yeah, and that's kind of what I try to do. I mean, I'm trying to um, kind of correlate to, obviously, the younger generation, but kind of like the parents, the grandparents that see that, and they're like, oh, I think my, you know, I think my grandson, my nephew, my son, whatever it may be, would enjoy that product. I think they'd really, like, fit in with it, and that's kind of what I'm trying to correlate to, for sure. Awesome. So what's the next stage? Do you <clears throat> go on to another competition, or... Um, not necessarily. I know there are other pitch competitions out there, and I think uh, I could definitely do well in some of them. So um, I thought about it. I thought about possibly submitting different pitches to different yeah. competitions to see right. where it goes. But um, for now, I mean, it was a national competition, so it was it was pretty uh, pretty big uh, event for sure. I mean, I think I'd definitely like to start reaching out and going into different competitions. Well, you can continue to do what you did with us this morning is to teach people how to develop an elevator pitch because most people don't have any instructions or guidance on how to do that. You're excellent. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a professional, but I think I've definitely um, earned the title to at least be able to teach other people who don't really know about it uh, how to do it. Without giving away too many secrets that a workshop might have, can you talk a little bit about those elements that you have to put together for an elevator, a good elevator? Yeah. So uh, there are five different elements. Um, The first one is obviously um, you want to present your problem. Um, So my problem was that we're misrepresented. The younger generation of hunters are, Um, and that was kind of the problem that you want to present. You I made mine clear as possible. Um, the problem is, um, and then you want to present your solution, which uh, I said we solve this through our appealing, you know, designs on comfortable apparel. Like you want to present that solution very clearly, where your audience can hear it, whoever you're trying to speak to. Um, and then you present your secret sauce, which is what makes you unique. Um, it's kind of just what sets you apart from all the other. I mean, there plenty of other hunting businesses out there, plenty of other hunting apparel businesses. And I just kind of try and hit on like why people would choose me. And then um, obviously the call to action is what kind of brings people in at that exact moment. It's kind of that factor that they're like, oh, wow, like I, I need to do that right now. And that was the 24 hours you get a deal. Like if you're a young hunter listening to that, you'll be like, oh, like through the whole pitch. And then you're like, oh, like I, I should definitely check that out. And then um, on top of that, it's just the overall presentation. So you want to make it as clear as possible, as crisp as possible, and you want it to look good and sound good. And how many hours do you think you put into oh, the in, development? In total, I'd say uh, probably about uh, probably a day's worth. So probably about twenty four hours, hours worth of, hours of just, work. Yeah, re- refining that pitch and getting it down. And I mean, the thing is with the pitch is it's obviously very. It, it sounds a little scripted with um, like the thirty second video, but like from there, whenever I'm just you know taking that to. Uh, I don't know, like an event where I'm just talking to someone. Like it, it really, like I can just kind of key in on some of those key pieces, but I can talk from those. Like I don't have to just, yeah. you know, yeah. go off that 30 second yeah. elevator pitch. And imagine to get it into the 30 seconds, there was lots of things that you were like, "Well, that was a good idea, but I don't have room exactly for yes. it." You know, like yeah. it's like creating a message. Yes, a 30, even the 30 minute message, you can't talk about everything you know. Exactly. So it's like this sound good. I'm gonna use it something else. But one of the things you said that you thought you wanted to use but you decided not to was that your apparel was affordable mm-hmm. and you may have said cheaper yes. Yes. right and you were like that's not what i want to yeah pitch. exactly you don't want to sell yourself short on your own products and that was kind of the thing like it's hard to talk about yourself and brag about yourself in that way but like i i do have like more affordable clothing like that's mm-hmm. kind of a key part of it like my hoodies are probably like cheaper than a lot of other brands are, but you don't really want to, you know, put that out there and be known for that. Like, that's just something that isn't really um, a key factor to a business that you'd want to be known for. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what 
research did it take for you to go into finding, say, the right vendors where you're printing your um, printing the logos and and the things? I'm very curious because I'm not a uh, my business is all of my businesses with my husband and myself mm-hmm. have always been service-based. So I, I know very, very little about the retail side and e-commerce and those sort of things. So can you walk through your, uh, your journey mm-hmm. from the idea in your head to what it is today? Yeah, for sure. So the idea in my head, I kind of just, you know, it, it definitely was like, oh, I could start hats because I, I knew someone. Um, he's from DeSoto, so he's very local. Um, Brandon Richel, he started that Wild Whackers hat business, which was very well known in the area for a while. Um, he kind of, you know, he, he got a little busy with work and just kind of stopped doing it. But um, I kind of asked him for some tips and like who he went to for his hats and like local places that would embroider. And then um, whenever I was in school, I kind of got into just designing those different logos and different um, designs for shirts and hats on like Canva you know like the cheap uh, I mean it's completely free you can design logos whatever you want to do and so I kind of got into all those different designing aspects and then um, my first order which actually I started out as Midwest Mafia Hat Company and I started with shirts I didn't even have hats yet (laughs) because hats hats have been on real back order for a while now but I just uh, I had uh, just strictly shirts and um, I started through Silkworm Um, they definitely I mean, they're very... And that's a local vendor? Yes, for sure. They're very, very professional. I mean, I went to them with what my idea was, and I gave them an initial logo, and they took it. They came back to me with an even better logo. I mean, it was beautiful how well they work with me. But um, they uh, printed off my first shirts, and, you know, it it, it was okay. You know, it it went from there. I was like, okay, this is is nice. And then um, I got into hats. Uh, I actually use um, Hat Embroidery Station in Carbondale sometimes. Um, They're very quick. Uh, It's a little more expensive than other you know hat vendors that I could uh, order from online but it's definitely a lot faster so that's um one key piece to it so uh I just print off this logo I um, made it myself and I just kind of went from there and then uh on top of that um Silkworm has continued to help me I mean with these new shirts I just mm-hmm. put out a fishing line um that was a big one and then um actually I started doing like fishing lures because like baits are huge I mean and I started doing that with a, another local kid from uh, Union County CEO. His name is Hunter Boyd. Um, we started doing lures and stuff because that was his uh, initial CEO business. So, I mean, CEO has definitely connected me with all those different key pieces of business and who I can talk to. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so how many designs do you have so far? Because I see that you're wearing two different designs. Yeah, for sure. Um, so these are just the two right now. Um, this yeah. is the fishing logo. So I plan to like kind of make it a seasonal thing. So um I plan to develop like a specific logo for like waterfowl hunting or deer hunting, like stuff like that. Just kind of um, develop that specific seasonal logo that people would really like. And I mean, I kind of tried to tie in a little bit of waterfowl and deer hunting into the first logo with just the deer and the ducks in the background. So it would kind of be, you know, it would fit to everybody's mold. Yeah. And you've made several thousand in sales already. Yeah. Do yeah. you have projections yet? Like for um, this year, do you have any idea how much you might? This year, uh, I hope to do probably around $4,000 in sales this year. Last year, I did about 2000 I've done 2000 already this year, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's we're only a few months yeah. in. So yeah, it, I think it's, you're going to do more than that. I, I hope so. Yeah. But um, I think uh, right now the plan is around 4000 this year and just to keep growing going from where I'm at and you know continuing it because I mean the support has been unreal like locally it's just it's crazy where where all do you sell them 
Um, I've sold a lot to actually do coin. Um, that's that's a big one. And then whenever that WSIL um, piece ran, uh, a lot of people in Kentucky and Missouri, it was definitely, um, I've, I've done a lot of my shipments have been to Kentucky and Missouri. That's been a big one. But um, cool. really all over. I mean, and the thing is, like, I thought, like, Midwest, it's kind of, you know, based strictly in the Midwest. It's a little limited. But at the same time, I've had orders from, like, South Carolina, from, like, mm. yeah. just Texas, like just random states mm-hmm. around that aren't part of the Midwest, but people just enjoy the logo, I think. So is this on your own website that you host or are you on um, other you know, Amazon or any other e-commerce sites? Um, at the moment, I started my own website using Wix. Um, it was, I mean, super easy to make the website. Yeah. And I've tried to develop that as professional as possible. I've taken ideas from other websites and how they use, you know, different pieces. And uh, I've gotten a lot of compliments on it. But I use my uh, own website. It's just MidwestMafiaCo.com. And then um, I've thought about possibly getting into, like, Amazon or maybe Etsy probably wouldn't be for me. But, like, something like that, you know, yeah. to... kind of get those products out there yeah okay so being a junior in high school where do you find all this time to do all this work um i (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i really don't uh it's it's tough um and i mean i play three sports so it's every single season i'm doing something so uh it's tough for sure i'll get home at about eight o'clock every night and i'll just i'll go package up an order and then um my mom's been a huge help with uh delivering to like ups good like or usps like Mm -hmm. i'll just package up the order i'll hand her the box with the shipping label on it she'll just take it to usps and i mean that's been a huge help i mean i i hardly have time to even make that trip you know to usps whenever they're open so what yeah. sports do you play? Um, I play baseball, basketball, and football. We, oh, wow. Yeah. Over at Alvarado, we're a <laughs> small school. So, uh, I play everything. It, yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, we co-op football with Murfreesboro. So I play football over at Murfreesboro and then baseball and basketball over at Alvarado. Yeah. And you were talking about you, for the CEO program, five days a week you have to be at the meetings. Yep. 7.30? 7. 7.30, but we're, we're there at 7.15. It gets started at 7.15. And you're dressed. Yep, dressed professionally and um, dress clothing, uh, suit and tie, whatever it may be. We're never really business casual. It's always like dress pants, dress shirt, dress coat, whatever it may be. Yeah, that's a lot in one day for it junior is. in high school. Yeah, I, I you're hardly. You're gonna quit high school. That's a Shark Tank question. They always say, "Are you gonna quit college to do this business? Are you gonna quit high school?" It's 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 tough. To, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of I, I love CEO. It's been definitely like a huge help for my future, but. I'm definitely uh, ready to sleep in a couple hours next year. (laughs) I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like your mom plays a huge role in this and a support. What other support do you have from your community? Yeah, um, for sure. So obviously, like, um, my dad was huge into hunting and fishing, and that's really what got me into it. Um, And a lot of, like, our friends, like, a lot of family friends, like, that is like why we're friends with like that's where we met them through like hunting groups and stuff like that like we have that group of like hunters fishermen like that we you know hang out with a lot and they've definitely I mean poured tons of support into me and like they they believe in the business they believe in what it is and like the thing is with it um we talked about in the meeting we had earlier um it's kind of like a group like it's not just me who like runs the business it's almost like if you buy a hat like you're a part of it like that's what i'm trying to build like i'll i'll post as much like of other people on social media as i will of like products like i i like to definitely get out there that you know it's it's a group thing like if you see someone with a 
with a hat on like you're like oh wow like that's my type of person like that i i know like i know them even if you don't you know and what challenges have you had growing this business um one real challenge is just uh growing that following with a such a i mean obviously it's hard to keep product at such a young age without um a real uh financial support system but um it's definitely like it's it's been a challenge but i've gotten up there now where i can um hold product most of the time but sometimes it is hard like especially with like shirts having different sizes and stuff like that's that's tough to be like oh i i don't have your size like i don't want to say no but i'm sorry like i just don't have your size right now like it's definitely tough so how are you going to solve that one um well uh investors or have you thought about i've thought about i mean we had a business loan through ceo um it was a small business loan um it's definitely tougher product-based business the business loan doesn't really cover everything but um i've thought about possibly reaching out for more bank loans and seeing where that can go one day yeah yeah where do you see the business going so do you have plans for expansion uh new logo more logos yeah um, uh different apparel yeah i i plan to keep it growing um obviously with the name it's not um it's not limited to one product like i can really do whatever i want with it so like i've I've always thought, like, um, you obviously know, like, um, tours, or not tours, but, uh, oh, gosh, guides, like a Mm -hmm. hunting guide or a fishing guide. Like, Mm -hmm. I've always thought, like, possibly that could be a business it could run into eventually one day because, I mean, that's there's big money in hunting guides and fishing guides, and people really enjoy it, and it would be something I'd really enjoy. I mean, if I could make a living off of doing something I love, like, that's really the end goal, to just keep keep it going through high school, through college, and seeing where it goes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the CEO program. If someone's listening or watching us and they would like to know, that's great for you, but how would that change my child or how would that help my child? What's some of the benefits that you've seen through that program? For sure. Um, Actually, uh, my... It's, it's a weird story, but Mike, who was in here earlier, um, he uh, was in that meeting. He um, hasn't really seen me in a few years. He's my mom's cousin's husband. Okay. But um, I used to see him during Christmases and everything, and he came up to me afterwards, and he was like, you used to be like that quiet, shy kid. He was like, that's not you anymore. He was like, you've completely changed. He was like, I, I really didn't know what to expect. And that's really what CEOs kind of brought out in me. Like, I used to be like that quiet kid who would, you know, sit in a meeting, just kind of, you know, like hunched over in the corner just not really talking to anybody but um it's definitely like it's brought that other side out in me like we had a, a trivia show or a trivia night where um i was the mc i was picked as an mc and i didn't really think anything of it i was like oh there's probably gonna be you know 30 40 people i was like that's fine and we ended up showing up there was about 200 people um and i was like wow like i have to keep these people entertained for two hours and i mean i was there was like the music trivia i was singing the songs like i i, I just it kind of brought that different side out in me and like right afterwards like i got immediate like compliments and like it really boosted that confidence up in me and like ever since then i feel like i've definitely just like changed to the point where i can talk in front of people confidently and comfortably and talk about my business like in a confident way i mean it really even if i don't go into business the ceo program like will develop those life skills for me that you know i wouldn't have had either otherwise that's awesome yeah thank you do you have other aspirations when you graduate high school um i'm not sure yet i i really want to develop up um Elkville. Um, that's been something I've really thought about because we have a small town. There's really no business in Elkville. There's yeah. nothing really, but there's a... What's the population for those that aren't oh, familiar? Maybe a thousand. I, I don't yeah. even know if it's a thousand anymore. It's it's a small yeah. town, um, but we, 
we've talked uh, for a while. If you, obviously you guys have probably heard of Revitalize, um, what would the area code of Murfreesboro be? Six one eight. Six one eight. Or oh, oh, the area. Six, oh, the, the, the zip code. The zip code. Yeah. I'm not sure what the zip code. I, is. I forget what it is, mm-hmm. but um, it, it's a revitalized Murfreesboro where they're trying to develop the main street of Murfreesboro mm-hmm. and bring back businesses where there's a huge support system where businesses will go and see that support system and be like, wow, like I, I'd love to move in here, and that's kind of what we thought about doing in Elkville. Like we want to um, develop up the side, like the sidewalks are terrible. The there's no like um, vegetation like along the side of the roads. There's litter everywhere. Like it's it's not a uh, it's not a lively town. Like you wouldn't like if I was a business, I wouldn't want to move into Elkville. And that's kind of something I want to start in Elkville is kind of developing that, you know, like developing up the town to the point where businesses can look at that and be like, oh, that, that could be like a cute little town to put a little, you know, cafe, like something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's definitely what we've, uh, a couple of the students in the CEO program have talked about doing. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. So you love your community? For sure. I mean, I, it's it's tough to love, but it, <laughs> I love them. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it's. A, that's really encouraging to hear. Yeah. It's a strong community for sure. That's I awesome. can already see that you're a servant leader, and you have my vote for mayor uh, mayor of Elkville. <laughs> <laughs> may, maybe just 18 years old. I don't know if you just have to. I don't, I don't know. know. We'll <laughs> look into that, that for you. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Max, anything else you want to say? Um, no, uh, I just, I thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk with you guys. I, I listen to the podcast all the time and it's really cool. It's a cool opportunity for sure. Thank you guys. Well, how do people find the Midwest Mafia? Yeah, you can uh, look me up on Instagram or Facebook. It's just Midwest Mafia. Um, and then uh, I'm also on TikTok now. I've had a couple TikToks going viral the past couple of days. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been quite a process. I hope to start doing like YouTube videos and everything too, um, hunting videos, fishing videos, but you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or uh, my website, MidwestMafiaCo.com. Midwest, Co- Midwest Mafia Co.com. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. Max Valerius. Yep. Max Valerius. Thank CEO you. CEO of Midwest Mafia. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a delight. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> thank you. We want to thank everyone for listening and watching our Small Town Big Business podcast. Again, thank our sponsors Fowler Hitting and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, the Swinford Media Group, the Black Diamond Harley Davidson RV. Watermark Alder Group Foundation, and our producer at Union Street Arts, especially Luke O'Neill. So you could look for the Small Town Big Business community wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love for you to give us a review and subscribe. Remember, subscribing is free, and you'll receive notifications of when we release new episodes every two weeks. Thank you for joining us. I'm Russell Williams. And I'm Allison Hassler. 